0: Greetings. How are you doing? I'm Brandon, this is Penny, my wife. We do a broadcast called Joel's Bar Drunken Glory Broadcast and we're drunk on the blood of Jesus. How am I doing? So good. (laughs) Do you realize that in Psalms 23 verse 5 it says, his cup is supremely intoxicating? Wow. Psalms 23 verse 5 in the Septuagint <laughs> The Bible says His cup is supremely Intoxicating supremely. Well that means If you're drinking any other cup In this world which is a cup of demons And a cup of religion And a, and a cup of rebellion And a cup of alcohol And a cup of whatever that is Kabucha. Kombucha It's just not the right cup To be drinking right now you need to be drinking the cup of salvation and the cup of joy, the cup of the new covenant do you guys realize that Christianity is a cup that Jesus Christ handed his apostles a wine cup and said, drink my blood this is the cup of the new covenant in my blood, drink it all of you and it wasn't sober, it wasn't religious it was celebrational it was joyful, it was free My wife just said this is the freest she's ever felt. I feel so free. She feels so free. Which feels like so much. Tell them. Feels like so much peace. It's like where the spirit of the Lord is. Oh my God, there is freedom. That's a good verse. Whoa. I had some people being like, I just need to obey God. I just need to learn how to obey God. No, you don't. You need to step into the freedom. The just freedom. You just need you just need that religious virus removed from you. So that you can just It is. Religion is a virus. It's all over Christianity. I mean I've traveled North America extensively and Mexico also Canada, Alaska, Florida, everywhere. It's everywhere. Like, there's not a single place that's not touched by religion. It is the greatest evil in this universe. And it is completely frustrating. It is completely <laughs> Nobody even enjoys it. It's depressing. Nobody's having fun. It is completely... It's just a ritual. It's a dead ritual. Confusing. So it's time for us to get back into true Christianity that the apostles walked in, that Jesus Christ handed through his sacrifice, and drink his wine. Listen, you're not drinking a cup of sorrows. You're drinking a cup of joy. Do you realize that? Yeah. You're not drinking a cup of depression. You're not no. drinking a cup of religion. You're drinking a cup of His blood that is the forgiveness of all death and hell in your spirit, soul, mind, and flesh so that you only have heaven working in you goodness. Mm-hmm. It's the Father's goodness that leads us to repentance. Repentance. Romans chapter 2 says. It's the Father's goodness that causes people to want to desire Him. It's this all this legalism of religion that's forced on people that turns people away from the Father. Like the seed of the Pharisees. It always takes people away from God and since they think all that religious nonsense oh. is God, they all go into rebellion. They're all alcoholics. They're all drug addicts. They're all sex addicts. And it's just... Their hedonism needs to be changed and fulfilled and repented of and come into the Father. Because that hedonism and that desire for pleasure, that hedonism is real. And it's not to be quenched. Religion quenches your pleasure and kills you, so that's why the religious have all this secret sin. And they never can fix it. Because until you come into the feast of Christianity of the and calf of the Father and begin celebrating the Father and what He sacrificed in His Son in the bread and the wine of Jesus Christ at Jerusalem, you, with all the Holy Spirit rush of the Father's gush just flooding your hearts and flooding your minds, you're going to be looking for it in the world. You'll be looking for it in sin. You'll be looking for it in sex. You'll be looking for it in religion. The Father has sacrificed His Son so you can be set free from all sin permanently. Every day, as a disciple, we are to keep the feast. Who told you that Christianity was about beating yourself up? It's not even in the Bible. Who told you it's about do's and don'ts? The Bible says the opposite. The Apostle Paul says in his epistles that you have fulfilled all the law when you obey God's spirit. And God's spirit is the cup of the new covenant. We are drinking God's spirit. I'm intoxicated on God's spirit. Joy of my salvation. Lord, restore the joy of our grace salvation. (laughs) And don't let anyone add to his sacrifice, which is the sin of dead works. That's why we get our consciences seared. Because we want to add to his sacrifice saying, there's something I need to die of. There's something I need to sacrifice. I need to die. You've already died with him. The scripture says all mankind died with Christ. And all mankind has either become his murderers or become his beloved. There's only sheep and goats of every human being on planet earth of every nation, tribe, and tongue. The Messiah of Israel is the King of the Jews and the King of creation. He's the Creator of all creation. He is Yahweh. Jesus Christ is Yahweh. Jesus Christ is the living God. He's already came and gone and went and sent the Holy Spirit who's speaking to you today. In the seven spirits of God, the menorah is fulfilled in these lamps, of the seven spirits anointing of the Father given as a free gift that's how we do all these works these are the works of the Holy Spirit these are the acts of the Holy Spirit don't you know that book is still being written by the angels the scribe angels are writing down all the acts of the seven spirits of God through your bodies which are the lamps or the menorahs of God that's what is the flesh going to do without oil? Remember the parable of the wise and foolish virgins. The foolish think they could do it without the oil. The wise knew they were fully dependent on the oil. I can't do anything about, without this golden oil and ignite it, turning myself into an an, an furnace, an inferno of blazing anointing oil of the golden oil of God the King, and just incinerate every atom in the universe with His sacrifice. You know. Instead of throwing Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego into Nebuchadnezzar's fire, God the Father in His infinite wisdom has thrown all creation into the fire of the Holy Ghost. Jesus Christ said, I wish that I'd kindled the fire already. I've come to bring fire. Know how I wish it was already kindled? <laughs> you know? The fire of God? He baptizes with the Holy Spirit and fire? Do you know about the fire for purification of your souls? For incinerating all the wood, hay, and stubble that we bring into our lives people are scared of the fire because it might expose everything wrong in their life but listen, we gotta get over ourselves God refines us in fire seven times into pure kingdom people gold we are his beloved and he disciplines those he loves and his discipline isn't painful it's only painful because we resist him and think that maybe there's something better in the world than what God has for us It doesn't have to be hard. We make it hard by resisting the Holy Spirit. We make it hard for ourselves because we don't obey the Holy Spirit. I've done it a thousand times, and I watch every Christian by the millions worldwide do it every day. And it's like, all you can do is just tell the truth, obey the Spirit, raise the standard, and drown them. Drown them in the love of the Father, and maybe His goodness will lead them to repentance someday. Because this is a stubborn and rebellious bunch of Christians. And I'm not mad at them at all. It's just they are so certain they are right in their own brains that they don't even give God in the mind of Christ a chance. <laughs> it's the sin of religion. It's always been sheep and goats, wheat and tares, wise and foolish, brain and spirit. That's the two trees in the garden. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil is the human brain. The tree of life is God's life-giving spirit, our free gift of salvation when we drink the cup of the new covenant. It's true. That's what you're drinking. You're drinking the Holy Spirit living waters. Revelation says, Come and drink freely, without cost, the living waters, as much as you want every day, because that's how you feast, and that's how you overcome the world. That's how you're purified inside out. Out of your bellies shall flow rivers of living water. John 7:38. So you have all the Holy Spirit already in you. Now it's just agreeing with the Holy Spirit. And we got to just get over our own brains and just realize everything I thought about God was religion. It was wrong. Because God is not a flesh. God is a spirit. Jesus Christ said, God is spirit. In the red letters. In the book of John. Those who worship him must worship Him in spirit and truth." So unless we're in the living waters of the Holy Spirit, we're not even participating with anything heaven or the kingdom or real Christianity is even doing. We're just out there in the sands of time building sandcastles in dry, arid places, working by the sweat of our brow and the curse of the fall under the angel of Baden in Egyptian style, slavery. It's Egyptian-style sorcery and it's Egyptian-style slavery. It says in the book of Revelation that in Egypt, in Sodom, our Lord was crucified. (laughs) You know what that means? He was crucified at the place of all religion. He was crucified at the place of all Herod politics. He was crucified at the place, that's who put the purple gown on him, and mocked him, and threw wine at him. That's who beat him. The political demons, the religious demons, the Herod, and the Pharisees, that's who murdered the Messiah. It is written in the scriptures clearly. And they mocked him, and they beat him, so that all the sin, or the seed of Satan in the world, was put upon him, and crucified him, dead, into hell and buried all of that seed of Satan into hell. That's why Satan was defeated at the cross. And he left those old garments of religion and politics and lust and all the sins of the world and all the sinful nature and all the sorcery, all the control systems of religion, all the political systems of communism, all of it, everything was buried at the cross. And those garments were left in the tomb. He didn't want to wear them anymore. And He doesn't want you to wear them anymore. He wants you to be free in His resurrection life. He wants you to be free in His Holy Spirit that raised Him from the dead. That is in fact the garments that you wear to this wedding feast. That's what we're wearing now. We're wearing His resurrection life. His resurrection glory. That's what you wear as a Christian, his spirit, his oil, his anointing. That's what we have as Christians. That's why we're the salts of the earth in the city on a hill. We have his spirit given to us without measure. And we can just drown the whole world with his spirit. We can drown the whole world with his anointing. It's not our anointing. It's the gift of salvation anointing. Go and disciple all nations, Mark 16. Go and disciple all nations with this anointing that I've given you. Freely I've given it to you. Now freely give it to everyone so you can drown the entire world in the anointing of Jesus' jubilee from the resurrecting from the dead, leaving all the grave clothes of religion and politics and lust and death and hell and everything of sin, transgression, and iniquity buried in the grave, leaving it in the tomb. And you never have to go back into the tomb. Who told you to go back into the tomb? They ran into the tomb, and the angels were there saying, Get out of here! Get out of this same Jesus is risen from the dead. Get out of the tomb! What are you doing here? Yeah. They were like, Mel, oh, I want, you know, give me something I can hold on to in the natural realm. Yeah. Give me his burial clothes at least. And he's like, no! Even when Jesus, Get out of here! Jesus, get out of Jesus ascended, and they said the same thing. They're all like staying there, holding on to that moment, and the angels are like, shoo, get moving. Stop holding on to this moment where you saw Jesus and where... You have the same anointing as Jesus, every yeah. single one of you. That's the mystery of the gospel that most people in 2017 haven't yet realized. Every one of you has the same anointing as Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Yeah. It's called the Holy Spirit. Christ inside. You all have the fullness of deity when you have the fullness of the oil in your lamps. Now so let your light shine before all men that they can see your good works, the works done by the anointing, and they'll glorify your Father in heaven. They'll absolutely join you and come into agreement with you when you're not religious and you're just happy on the oil of joy called the anointing all the time. When you're happy on the Holy Ghost, people are attracted to that. They're like, every day I hear people say, I want what he's got. You look so high, you look so drunk. People tell me that every day for years, for several years. Every day, I want what he's got. I want that, that you look so high. Selling those baggies, that's what they yell at me. Selling those baggies. I live in the ghetto. They have no grid for being drunk on the Holy Ghost. They have no grid for true Holy Ghost Christianity, Pentecostal drunken glory, Pentecostal new wine celebration with laughing tongues of fire. The resurrection of the dead, living in the celebration of Jesus Christ, having overcome Satan and destroyed all the power of the evil one once and for all at the cross. It's real and it's activated. And it's believed upon. And it works everywhere I go every day. All it takes is believing in His sacrifice and it's immediately applied to your whole life and your world change, changes like instantly. That's the thing. All you gotta do is believe. Well, I've heard that a thousand times. You've heard it from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil a thousand times. Hear it from God in the tree of life. Let it be fresh and new and let all the callousness of religion be forgiven you. Be forgiven all that religious callousness because everyone thinks they've heard the gospel a thousand times, but until you're in the resurrection life and His resurrection glory flowing through your veins and arteries and you're drunk on the cup of salvation in Jubilee, so happy that everyone around you thinks you're on drugs because you've been raised from the dead, By the Spirit of Holiness, Romans chapter 1, we also have been raised from the dead by the exact same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. It is written by the Spirit of Holiness. Of course we're intoxicated on the Holy Spirit because we've been raised above the great red dragon and the beast and the false prophet and everything that is cursed of religion in this world. We're above the serpent line of Abaddon's death in Jesus Christ's resurrection. There is no death up here. This is the highway of holiness, Isaiah 35, where no unclean thing is. They can't touch you up here in the resurrection of the dead. Satan is under your feet. I'm telling you, I walk in it every day. I go around gangsters. I go around murderers. I'm around rapists. I live in the worst neighborhood of Minnesota for nine years. I'm around crack dealers every day. This gospel works everywhere. There is nothing to fear except fear itself. We have been deceived to not understand how powerful his sacrifice is. Truly, everything of Satan is destroyed by believing and applying his sacrifice to our lives. And you can't even say, ouch. He took all the pain. There is not a pain that is put on you, not a crown of thorns, a crown of life. A crown of his resurrection life. And it is real. It's the realest thing you'll ever experience. Like the scriptures say, Taste and see that the Lord is good. And he, he loves you with the perfect love and unconditional love and doesn't want anything from you except just to be with you and to be wrapped in the Father and all of the Father's perfect love and joy and peace and goodness. And it just goes through you because we were created to live possessed of God the Father only. That's why the Bible says we're the temples of the Holy Spirit. That's the Spirit of the Father, the Spirit of God. Any other spirit is like a fly in the ointment. They're all gone. Let the pressure of the wine of His sacrifice be pressed upon everything of death around our brains and bodies and souls and spirits so that we only experience His resurrection life in a curse-free zone by the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Check out our ministry online, redlettermin.com. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Glory.